good morning to our Global Origin Gate family. We know that you've been enjoying Wisdom's Echoes daily podcast presented to you by various speakers. Wouldn't you just love the opportunity to have some one-on-one time with them, to hear more of what's in their heart, to have a chance to ask your questions, to grow in your relationship with God, to learn how to apply great truths to your life, not just learn about them. Well, we thought it was a brilliant idea too. So we created Flight School. Head on over to our website to get information on the topics each person has picked to mentor you on. You'll get four weeks with each of our 15 mentors and you'll rotate through all of them over a period of 60 weeks. Registrations are currently open, but not for much longer. You'll need to register by the end of June 2022 because your classes start the first week of July. For information on what each class offers, the dates of your Zoom calls and costs, visit www.thenesttribe.com. See you there. Hi, and welcome to Wisdom's Echo. I am your host, Teresa Bowen, and this is part two of the birth order of Jacob's sons and their houses. And I began the first one speaking of Deborah and how we discovered that she is of um, the house of Ephraim, which is the house of Joseph, and that Barak or Barak is um, of the tribe or the house of Naphtali. And so we see in scripture that when Deborah and Barak were called to um, fight against Sisera, who is of the um, Nephilim, it's another age, right? Um, That the kings in Judges chapter 5, verses 19... The kings came and fought. They fought the kings of Canaan in Tanakh by the waters of Megiddo. They took no gain of money. Judges chapter 5 verse 20 says they fought from heaven. Whoa, did you hear that? They fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. The river of Kishon swept them away. That ancient river, the river Kishon, O my soul, thou hast trodden down strength. Verse 22, then were the horse hooves broken by the means of the prancings, the prancings of their mighty ones. And let's just take those few verses, Judges 5, 19 through 22, and um, let's break that down a little bit. All right, so... Let's just look at the word stars to start out with, all right? Um, Let me find tools here. And that word, chokab, okay? Chokab is the Hebrew. It is, make sure I get it right, chet, vav, bayit. No, I'm sorry. Chet, Vav, Chet, Bayet, Chochab. Chet, Vav, Chet, Bayet, Chochab. So let's look at these um, 
these letters. I'm looking at them out of the Friends of Eber just to kind of get a little bit of, um, you know, an essence of what these are. We know according to uh, creation in Genesis chapter 1 where we um, find the first mention of that scripture, Genesis chapter 1 verse 16, it says, And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. That's so interesting. Definitely interesting for sure. Um, and he made the stars also. These stars uh, to rule. They're rule to shine upon the earth. To give their light, it says. Their light upon the earth. Whew. All right. So let me continue on. Um, they fought from heaven, that's Shamaim, the heavens. Not, it's not poetic, it's not suggestive, it is they fought from the heavens, from the higher ether where the celestial bodies revolve, okay? And then the stars, these luminaries, and we're going to look up that word in just a moment, um, but let's continue on here. In their courses, that word is mesila, mesila, mem, samech, lamed, hey. The, those chaotic waters, right, above, because there's war, um, being surrounded and protected by the leaders, the shepherds, right, who breathe, who breathe. Um, and this also means a staircase, a causeway, of course, their courses. And so where do we find that word staircase in the koshek? The hidden, the hidden places where mysteries are hidden. So we have a mystery here of how they fought from heaven in their courses. Who fought from heaven? In prior Judges um, chapter 5 verses 1 on down, it speaks of the different tribes that all joined in. It speaks of everything that's going on and what they're coming up against. And uh, I love verse 11. They that are delivered from the noise of archers in the places of the drawing of the waters, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts of towards the inhabitants of his village in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. I find that very interesting because, uh, let's see, a uh, blessing um, of, to Abraham. Uh, Genesis 22 verse 17 says that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemy so we see this place of the drawing of the waters and that word um let me find it <laughs> ah, in verse 19 in their courses yes courses we have that mem, that waters, right? 
these upper waters of the Shamaim. Shamaim actually has the the two mims. So we see this watery heaven, the secret staircase, if you will. And we see this place of the drawing of the waters. Let's see, where was that one? Um, in verse 11, the drawing of the waters is mashab. It's like a trough for cattle to drink from. The place of the drawing of the waters. The mem shin aleph bayit. These waters, the never-ending supply of heaven. And shin has that double meaning, right? To clench onto like with your teeth. And also that burning off spark of God as a strong leader in the house. So this is this drawing, this place of the drawing of the waters is a place of supply with the, the burning, tenacious, strong leader of the house. What house? The house of Yahweh, the house of our father's kingdom realm in the heavens. This is the place of the drawing of the waters. Whoa, it's a structure of father's house, this never-ending supply place. It says, they that are delivered from the noise, right? This creaking, this crying out, this loud noise of the archers. Those that are chopping and piercing and sever severing and distributing into ranks with their arrows. They're delivered from this devouring in the places of the drawing of the waters. The house, yes, the strong leader in the house that's clenched and pegged to the house of the never-ending supply of heaven into these waters. There shall they rehearse Tanah. Ooh, Tanah, through the idea of attributing honor to ascribe praise and celebrate, commemorate and rehearse. You rehearse the victory. Rehearse the blessing. Rehearse the promises of the word of God. Written and given to you personally in your uh, times of being with the Father. Rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Rehearse the outcome. Whoa, yes, of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So they shall rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord. Tzedakah. Tzedakah. The righteous acts of the Lord. Even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants of his village. Towards leadership. Towards those doing the works of faith. Right? The righteous acts of the Father. Doing what we see our Father do. Yes, rehearse the blessing of that. Then shall the people of the Lord do what? Go down to the gates. Whoa, the people shall go down to the gates. The Sha'ar, to the door, to the gates. And what was the promise to Abraham? Your seed will be like the stars of the heaven and they will possess the gates of their enemies. And so these stars of the heavens, 
They're, they're like them. They're the luminaries. They're the, the vigilant, watchful ones that are seated in the heavens with Christ. We don't have to do ascensions. We're already ascended. That's who we are. We just have to understand our position and posture ourselves as sons of God seated at his right hand right? And the father says, till I make your enemies your footstool. Feed from that mem, from the house, whoa, of our father. Awake, awake, O Deborah. Awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, and lead thy captivity captive. Where have you heard that? Yeshua led captivity captive. Thou son of Abinoam. Whoa, then he made him that remaineth have dominion over the nobles among the people of the Lord. Made me have dominion over the mighty. And it continues to go on and on. So we see um, the house of Ephraim, the house of Joseph, is a house of justice and judgment. And they rehearse the acts of the goodness, the righteousness of the Lord. And they stay seated in position, right? Woo! Shaka! Tekelebota! So good. So then let's look at um, Naphtali. Naphtali, the house of Naphtali. Because that is Barak, right? The dimension of victory. Rachel, he's the son of Rachel, um, with mighty wrestlings, I have wrestled with my sister, and I have indeed prevailed, and she named him Naphtali, <clears throat> sorry, I don't think, I, no, she is a son of Leah, he is a son of Leah, let me get this straight, he, Naphtali, is a son of Leah, Kotarabaka. Let me get this right. So Naphtali is a place of dimension and victory because why? We saw Barak with Deborah being that place, um, that dimension of victory. Naphtali is the sixth son by birth order from Rachel's servant Bilhah. That's why Rachel was saying she had prevailed and had a son. I just got myself all confused right there. <laughs> Hopefully you're not confused right there. Whoo. So, wow. Mm, he is the one created when God breathed. Yes. Divine technology came upon the earth. Naphtali is one like a deer. He he is uh, a messenger, if you will. Jacob, who wrestled with an angel, lived many years before Naphtali was born. He overcame the angel, and the angel released the blessings of the life of Jacob. It's not just an issue of wrestling, but an issue of engaging God to the point where we release potentiality into actuality. Mm. So a technology, a technology. Naphtali could hold the tail of the dragon 
and the hand of the virgin. That's where we see him from an astrological aspect. Naphtali can control Hydra, the snake. He is the only one in Israel who can control the snake. That is why he is put directly next to Dan in the camp. He is the one who can relate to the virgin. Virgo is the capacity to bring forth something new into existence. And it says, Naphtali is a deer let loose. He uses beautiful words in Genesis chapter 40, verse 21. So Naphtali, Asher, and Zebulun are a key, right, to freedom and wealth transfer. Naphtali carries the possibility of jubilee, the, cap the capacity to free one from shackles. Naphtali is a deer set loose. Whoa, he has um, a capacity for renewal and reinvigoration. Yes, reverting back to the point of creation where everything is liquid form and we can create anything. Wow. We have not yet entered that space, but I'm telling you, this is the age we have entered, the age of manifestation, the age of creation, the age of victorious overcoming and jubilee. Wow. When Naphtali emerges to take their position, Israel and the, all those engrafted with them will develop technology beyond what we have yet seen because Naphtali holds certain keys in spiritual dimensions. Hmm. Jacob's blessing is Naphtali is a deer let loose. He uses beautiful words. Deer can get out of traps as if they float on air. In the book of Jasher, Naphtali ran into a row of cornflowers, and he didn't bend them. He is known for his capacity for long-distance running, floating in the air, and moving at the speed of wind. In another account to settle a dispute, Joseph turns to Naphtali and says, Go get a record from Egypt. And within hours, Naphtali brought the record back to the battlefield. This is a man whose mother wrestled with heaven to have him born by a handmaiden. The connection between Yeshua and Naphtali. Naphtali carries the frequency of the manifestation of sonship. For it is written, Israel is my son, my firstborn son. Exodus chapter 4 verse 24. Naphtali's name begins with the Hebrew letter Nun which noon we know is that air and the multiplying of heirs. Ha! So, blessings and shalom. I just wanted to talk a little bit about those two um, houses because I think they're pertinent to this day, to this time in which we're living, in this age which we have begun and I am believing for the manifestation of Jubilee swiftly for justice and judgment to prevail as we are seated in the heavens as luminaries of our God giving light to the earth. Shalom.